Watching a show about the magic of friendship And while doing so, discovering for themselves Friendship is truly magic Never fake or phony Not your average cronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies They might be bronies If you're not offended, easily join Matt and Mikey Welcome to another episode of They Might Be Bronies. I'm Mikey, and with me as always, Captain Jack Farrow, the ancient Egyptian pirate. Army matey. Yar. Yar. Matey. Yeah. This is how I talk. Yes. That happened. Yeah, this uh, is how we all talked in ancient Egypt. Well, I, I thought you were... No, no, no. You're the pirate who specializes in ancient Egyptian plunder. That's not what you said. <laughs> Uh, but that is the truth of the situation. Obviously, you were confused. I am the pirate Jack Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh, and I plundered ancient Egyptian treasure booty. That's correct. You like you 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 specialize in you got a special I specialize booty. in booty cake, baby. That's right. That's what I like. Ancient Egyptian cake. You because I read your book, and what you would do is you would go around. You could have fooled me with the way you introduced me, but. <laughs> Uh, you you go around from tomb to tomb, yep, and you just take off the uh, the butt flaps. Of well, that's the, my of the wrapping. That's my calling card. Yes, you know that it was Jack Farrow if the butt flaps are missing from the mummy. Yeah, and all the plunder's gone, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, man, I appreciate you having me on your pony show. It's good to talk to you. Um, is there any? Do you have any questions about? plunder or anything specific about what i do um why do you take the butt flaps um that it's it's a strange trophy okay well here's the thing it's funny yeah and yeah and i did it once and i thought it was funny and everyone always thinks i have some big schemes a master plan it's just funny I know there's a lot of conspiracies out there that I do it because I never had a butt flap of my own or uh, that I think mummies need to shoot in the right? afterlife. You, you have a butt flap of your own. Oh, dude, I got hundreds now. No, but like before you have a butt flap? Yeah. That, okay. That's part of being a pirate, dude. You think we got a toilet section in the in the ship? I you thought... Know, you- no, you go and you lean out the side of the ship and you squat that shit. And sometimes it's cold in ancient Egypt when on the ancient Egyptian high seas. So you gotta you gotta drop the butt flap, squeeze them cheeks, and uh, do you get do you get like splinters on your legs and testicles when you're trying to? No, because I use a flap. Did you not hear about that? The bottom the that yeah, is but that's covered. gotta be like some thick Just fabric. Just the ass is exposed that's got to be like thick fabric oh though. you know what it is you're thinking sh- shitting like just falling straight down mm-hmm. um obviously you've never lived a life at sea our shit is just straight up squirts it just squirts straight out oh. uh, and it's projectile ass juice uh that's just the nature of of the food that we eat we yeah. eat gruel you got the hershey squirts that's right gruel and rum and uh citrus that's important because scurvy uh, scurvy Car. that's right you know, and, yeah. uh, so, you know, we, it, it's part of, part of our diet. It, ultimately it's helpful. Yeah. Um, because you know, I, I don't get splinters all over my balls. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, 
In the early days, they used to just put like a cloth down or something when you shit. You just had a shit cloth. That's got to be like if you just if you just have diarrhea all the time, you got to be super dehydrated, and you're at sea under the pounding sun all day. Yep, yep. The ancient Egyptian sea that I that I am on all the time. Yep the the Nile River. That's right. Yeah, I call it the sea. Yeah, yeah. I understand. The sea of ancient Egypt is what I say. When I'm on the boat, I put on the my pirate voice. Oh, can I hear some of that? It inspires the crew. Sure. Are you scurvy dogs? See, we say scurvy just like you do, right? (laughs) Are you scurvy dogs? We be looking for King Toot, you know? (laughs) And uh, everyone's like, ah, he's already been found, Cap. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can't find him too. We need his butt flaps, sir. Yeah, his butt flaps be intact. (laughs) Yeah, it inspires the, the guys, you know. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. They don't get the butt flap thing, but I don't. I don't pay them to get shit. Yeah. Well, I pay them to get treasure, but I don't pay them. To get I don't know. Get shit. I don't know. Weird shit. Weird shit can like bring people together sometimes. That's true, and we have a lot of weird shit. We all shit weird, so it brings us together. You know, but like, who doesn't? Because you hear about like, oh, this is what a perfect poop is. But have you ever met somebody that takes perfect poops? Um. <clears throat> Everybody I know takes like fucking super stressed out well, it's, wet poop. It's subjective, right? I live on my Nile ship, my pirate Nile ship, uh, which I call uh, the the ship. I call it the ship. The ship. When I'm referring to it, I call it the ship. If you want to know the name, I can tell you that later after I've had time to think about it. And uh, we uh, have that in common. It's subjective, right? We all shit the same. It's all. Green and yellow Hershey squirts. Mm. Um, green. Yeah. You should go to a doctor, dude. Yeah. Great. Poop's doctor. not supposed to be green. It's, that's funny. We're pirates. Don't know if you heard about that. We don't go to a doctor. We just chop it off if it's hurting. Yeah. Okay. And put a piece of wood there. You know? Yeah. So. Give it the old plank treatment. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, yeah. So, do you remember the name of your ship now? Of course, I remember the name of my ship. It's the name of my ship that I refer to all the time that I ride on with my crew. Yeah, and yeah. we we use it to go and find treasure, and it's uh, impressive. It's a very impressive ship that you would think is so sick if you saw it. You'd be like, "That should be called this," and I'd be like, "That's not what it's called." Well, we call it. It sounds like is, it sounds like it should be called the SS Booty Hole. We call it home, obviously. The SS because Home because we live here. No, that's not the name of it, but I'm saying that's no, what we call it. Because like, the, I, like I would call. You're it, asking for the name of the yes. ship. Yes, uh, the ship. You want the name that it's called, like that's printed on the side. Mm-hmm. That we that I would refer to it to others as. Yeah. If someone said, "What's the name you know, of your like, ship?" Like I would say, the name. That's yeah, the name you're looking that's for. The name I'm looking for. Yeah. That's. An easy one right, that I can so answer very simply by just telling you the name, which is the name that I'm going to say. Of course. Which is called the, um, the it's called. Because, you know, like, it's called the Black Pearl. Because of our shits. You're, and I'm just. Captain Jack Farrow. I don't know if you know that, but those movies but are based off But you're not shitting pearls. You're shitting juice. That poop is subjective. That's what I'm, So that's the thing. We're looking for good food. 
that gives us the black pearl. So you're shooting out pellets. A little bit of a little pellet is a good day. You're taking rabbit shit. We're looking, always searching for the black pearl. You're taking like super wet rabbit shit. No, usually it's wet, but if we have a good, obviously if we, we find a great ancient Egyptian tomb and get a lot of money and stuff, then we go feast and that we spend like a week on the ship uh, shooting out black pearls because we're eating all kinds of delicious food. So we're rich that week. So when you, so you, when you're on a ship, uh-huh. And it's called the Black Pearl. The Black Pearl. When you're on the Black Pearl and you're sticking your butts out the side of the window because yep. that's how you poop. That's how we poop. And you're well, shooting out pellets. Well, over the deck, it's, not out the, out the window. But Oh, it's not out the window. No, 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 no. It's over the deck. The poop deck? You ever heard of it? No. Oh, because like I'm picturing like you're like leaned over and sticking your ass out a window and you're just shooting out of the window on the side of the ship. Mm-hmm. And that's where you got the ideas for like cannons and shit in the ship. Uh no, because I can't. Cannons come from the Far East. They were developed over centuries. And we, just, someone just had the thought we should put one of these on a ship, and then we could shoot other ships. You thought it came from poop? I, I thought that'd be really interesting if it came from poop. That would be interesting. Yeah, it's just not the history. Yeah, that happened. So we just shit over the side. Um, I mean, at night, if you're in your quarters, we do have a window we go shit out of, so you don't have to go all the way up. But so tr- you do, you like do on occasion. You, you try you not to shit because out the window. when it's dark and the ship's moving and everyone's asleep, shitting out a window, like you miss and suddenly you're laying on the ground trying to get some shut eye and something green kind of sludges near your head and like, wakes you are up. you sleeping with your head out the window? No, I sleep on the floor. You're sleeping next to the shitting window. Well, no, but I don't know if you know this about ships. They move up and down on the waves. So the shitting window can be on the other side. One bad wave, and that side lifts up. And then, have you heard about this thing called gravity and physics? You wouldn't It'll make this shit run down. You don't. Sh- you don't. You don't sleep near the the shitting room. You don't put up like little walls or something, or like you don't like or like little barriers. Like you ever play bocce, and you know how like the sides of the bocce court are just kind of like this little barricade. The iconic Italian game bocce ball. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh. So why wouldn't you just do something like that onto your pirate ship and you throw some light caulking down? So what you're suggesting is a permanent litter box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's very astute. Yes. Wow. That's pretty good. Right? That's pretty good. I, I like that. I, you know what? We could just shit in there and use all the... I mean, I've got a pile of hundreds of mummy wrappings from asses. We could just use those to wipe our ass and then throw them in the box. Yeah. Use your butt flaps to wipe your butts. Hmm. Hey, you interested in a job? I'm looking for a new quartermaster. No, no, I don't. I don't like ships. I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's called the Black Pearl, which is a really original name that I came up with. Took me a long time to come up with that original name. Once I remembered, my name is Jack Farrow. Yeah. (laughs) I was gonna call it something like the Flying Buttman. Um. Or something like that, but I just, it didn't come to me. The flying butt, man. The crack doll. Because butts. The crack doll, yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, that's not what happened. The yeah. name it was the Black Pearl. And good thing it was because Johnny Depp saw me one day and he was like, that. I want that in yeah. a movie. And I was like, sure thing, Mr. Depp. I mean, no one's going to watch a guy that had scissors for hands be a pirate, but whatever you say. And then 
made that movie so much better. And then, and then there I'm really goes. disappointed they took out all of the uh, the all the black pearls from the movie. Yeah, no, we spent they extensively. They spent a lot of time on our ship learning about how it works. Yeah, they were like, can we use the name? And I was like, sure. And I was like, why do you call it that? And I was like, well, let me tell you. And I told them, and they were like, well, we're very interested in what the ship pellets look like and how that works. Yeah, and so um, me and the crew took a, a very large team, including Mr. Depp, uh, and also a bunch of other actors, um, some Orlando Blums and uh, uh, Kirsten Knightley's. Uh, they were all interested in, and we, 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 we even acclimated them into getting into diarrhea shits and then pillaging with us and then getting the, brown, the black pearls out themselves. So they got to experience the phenomenon of expelling pellets out of their ass you, you put the, them on the diet they had to they had to see it yeah. and they said they were so excited they said it was gonna be a huge part of the movie they wanted to make the whole movie they called the first movie the black pearl because it was supposed to be about um when you get that big uh uh, uh treasure and you spend it and then you get the black pearl and then they were like there was going to be a scene where johnny depp's character it was named after me obviously mm-hmm. uh, uh, they, he was going to have a big moment where he goes, hey, I think I'll call this ship the Black Pearl because we're all just shooting out Black Pearls because we're good pirates. A good pirate gets the Black Pearls. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. A bad pirate's just got the shits. You don't, yeah, a you good don't, pirate, they achieve the Black Pearls. You don't, if you go on the Black Pearl and you're, and you're dumping logs, you're not in the spirit of exactly. the Black Pearl. You're a faux pirate. Yeah. Exactly. And apparently none of it made it into the movie, so that's strange. But anyways, uh, I should probably get going. I'm off to look for another Egyptian tomb. Yep. Which is what I do. Please don't shit in our bathrooms on the way out. Have a good day. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought the window in the living room was what... I didn't shit in your bathroom. Trust me. No, don't worry about it. Bye. Hey, who was that guy and what was that trail following after him? Uh, That doesn't smell good. It, it is chocolate. You should try it. Oh, I just ate a big lunch. You should go. You should go. Om nom nom. Om nom nom nom. What's up, Matt? How are you? I'm good. That that tastes like shit. That wasn't chocolate. No, that shit. I need to wash that out of my mouth. How about some Shrek Sour Swamp Soda? <laughs> <laughs> this is sour apple. It's really good. It is. Yeah, it is not nearly as sour as no, I was expecting. It's like it. candy sour. It's perfect. We started drinking a little early, but Shrek Sour Swamp Soda. Can't go wrong with the Shrek, uh, green Shrek soda. No. Huh? That's good. Tastes better than the cactus juice, to be honest. But you ever look at like <sighs> neon green drinks and just think like, this is going to kill me? Uh, yeah, I get Mountain Dew occasionally. Dude, I heard a thing recently that Mountain Dew has a chemical in it that causes uh, memory loss if you take too much of it. Really? Yeah. I used to drink a shitload of Mountain Dew. That makes a lot of sense. I used to have an amazing memory. Yeah. You know what happens when we drink actual soda? I get the the boips. Uh, Let's see. Mountain Dew Mind. That's what they call it. People used to always tell me uh, Mountain Dew lowers sperm count. Yeah, I remember hearing that one. I know it makes you, probably makes your cum taste nasty. Let's see, Gatorade, Mountain Dew, 10% of sodas feature an addictive 
additive called brominated vegetable oil, an additive that's banned in Japan, India, and Europe for health concerns. Huh. The U.S. and Drug Administration banned the chemical in the 70s from pesticides, but some reason kept it permitted for use in foods. That's fucking hilarious. That's the U.S., baby. Uh, yeah, so apparently that too much of that stuff can cause memory problems. Hmm. So there you go. Baja Blast, baby. Damn, Baja I Blast get, that memory right out of here. I get Baja Blast every time I go to... I get it as a treat sometimes. I can't handle too much soda. As you can tell, I'm burping my ass off. Ugh. Hang on. I'm, Are you texting? I'm looking up the Mountain Dew thing. Oh, okay. About the sperm. Oh, about the sperm? That's cool. That's cool. No scientific proof exists that Mountain Dew or any soda, for that matter, has any effect on sperm count. Do you remember when they were that saying... That is from uh, MountainDew.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the source. I like it. Uh, did you remember the thing they were like, yellow five decreases your sperm count? Was mm-hmm. it yellow five? It was like they were in high school. Everyone was talking about it. Oh, don't eat things like cheese it because it's got, I think it's yellow five uh, decreases your sperm count. Let me see. But I don't remember. I remember I was like, careful, but a yellow dye number five. Oh, it's it's the same reason around Mountain sure, Dew. Are you sure they weren't talking about that mustard plug album? Yellow number five? Probably they were. Synthetic food dye. It's his food dye. Became a rumor that it was dangerous because... Duh, 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 duh. It sounds like it's not true. Scrolled around Mountain Dew, came in different size. Yellow 5, the dye responsible Dew's unnatural hue, affected men in a bad way. Some claimed it shrunk and shriveled masculine body parts. But it also laid waste to a man's sperm count. At the time, there's no scientific evidence. It's impossible to say, I'm gonna, come on, where's the actual... Welcome to They Might Be Bronies, where we try to trash Mountain Dew. Fuck you, Mountain Dew. We're sick of your shit, Mountain right, Dew. It's, it's been disproven. Damn. Good, I love Cheez-Its. There's that in there. <laughs> They're not naturally that color. Can you believe it? Cheez-Its? <laughs> no. Bro, bro, if anyone out there likes Cheez-Its, Mikey, did you try this? Did I make you have this? Refrigerate that shit. I have not tried that. We, I've been. Do you we, have some right now that I refrigerated? Yes. I'll get you a bag in just a second. Okay. We um, we went to the beach and left a bag of Cheez-Its on the ice pack. Um, and like on the beach, I was eating them and I was like, fucking delicious. Something okay. about them being cold. And so now I keep a freaking box in the fridge at all times. It's awesome. I mean, I eat white cheddar Cheez-Its. So I don't know if it works on regular Cheez-Its, but it's awesome. I'm going to fucking Did somebody like tell you to do this? No, we just did it at the beach and we oh, were you're just like, like, these oh, are fucking good. So now you just put Cheez-Its in the fridge? Yes. All right, let's try it. So Matt's going right now to get the cheese. So I'm going to sit here and um, talk about my day, I guess. You know, I woke up. I uh, stopped at Starbucks on my way over here. And then I watched My Little Pony. Oh, hello. And then I smoked some weed. And now I'm recording a podcast. And that's been my day. So happy to be caught up. Ah, oh, my headphones are all fucked up. There we go. Waste all that money on these nice-ass headphones, and they busted. All right, I brought Mikey a pack of white cheddar cheeses. Stretch out of the refrigerator. We're going into this. We're going into this. 
They taste the same. It tastes like cold cheese. Fuck you. <laughs> They're delicious. Fuck, I think I tweeted refrigerated cheese. It's like a month or so ago. <laughs> Anyone that might be following me on Twitter has probably seen it. Brody probably saw it. Man. Like, they're good. I like cheeses. Okay. Well, cool. Why don't you just put them aside, let them Thank heat you. up, and see if they're still delicious? You just can keep eating those fucking cheeses. Yeah, you handed me cheeses. Okay. You want some? No, I'm good. No, I think they're I'm cold. Good. You no. love them cold. I do love them cold, but I'm all right. Okay. Thank you. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings, Matt. I had breakfast pizza. Yeah, me too. I'm full. Walmart has this freaking like take and bake breakfast pizza. It's like a biscuit bread with gravy on it and eggs and cheese and fucking sausage. So good. That's like, you ever get like itchy buttholes? Sure. Like your butthole just itches and itches and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And then like you're like, okay, maybe I must have not wiped properly. So you go and you try to wipe it. And you end up just scratching that itch. Yeah. And then like there's, but really there's nothing there. there. Yeah. You've been dealing with that? No. I wonder what causes that. Didn't Dane, going back to Dane Cook, we talked about the pickles last time. He had a fucking thing about itchy asshole. Boom, itchy asshole or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, Ellis experienced it for the first time the other night. <laughs> it's like, Daddy, I can't go to sleep. My butt itches. It's like, all right, so you shouldn't. It's going to feel better if you try not to scratch it, but I need to scratch it. It's just like, okay, you can scratch it a little bit, but then you have to wash your hands afterwards. Like, Ellis, Ellis, this is and super important. Yeah, don't just reach up there and scratch it. You kind of have to like reach in and, and, and like move the skin around a little bit. Yeah, I didn't get that deep because he's a little young for that discussion. We'll talk about putting your finger in your ass when you're a little older. Have you ever scratched your ass so hard that it bled? Um, no, have you? No, it sounds like you have. I, 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 I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. I just, well, you convinced me. I was just, <laughs> I was just asking a question. I used to, when I was a kid, I used to wipe so hard that my ass would bleed. I remember one time, <laughs> listen, I don't like to overshare on the show. Okay, look, but, look, look. That's the same concept, though. So kind you, of. you did, you worked your but, ass enough to, to her at blood, but it wasn't like. Bleeding, bleeding. Like if I scratch it and cut it with a nail or something, I feel like that'd be a different bleeding. Mm-hmm. I remember I was like, I don't know, seven, eight years old. And I was just like wiping and wiping and wiping. I used to wipe my, like crazy, right? And I, it kept coming. I didn't realize it was getting, like it was pink. It's not poop anymore. It's pink. And I keep wiping. It's not stopping. And I told my mom, I was like, I realized at one point, like, oh, I think it's blood, you know? And I went and told my mom and she, I was like, mommy, I think my butt's bleeding. And she was like, like now, I, in retrospect, I remember the added, how it was a little differently because at the time it was like she kind of went into it. But I remember the time, like in retrospect, I realized that that facial expression now is just like one of, uh, oh, fuck, fuck, what do I have to, and now I have to explain yeah. this to him. And t- but her being my mom decided to, well, she had this uh, thing she did where she'd assume that I was fucking lying or being a shit uh, first. So she was like, let me see your butthole. No, no, not quite. Almost. She's like, are you sure it's bleeding? Is it really bleeding? I was like, yes. She's like, okay. But before I check, like, cause obviously she probably didn't want to go look at my butthole. You know, she's like, before I check, you need to understand if it's bleeding, they're going to, we're going to have to take you to the hospital at the hospital to check why it's bleeding. They're going to have to put a camera up your butt and in there. And they're going to go around deep into your butt to look for what's causing the bleeding. I have butt camera too. <laughs> I remember being like, 
okay, it's not bleeding. It's not bleeding. And she's Everything's like, cool. Everything's okay. But I was freaking out because I'm me. You know, at yeah. that angle, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. Okay. All right. Is it really bleeding? Like, yeah, but I don't want it to bleed. Mom, I don't want a camera in my butt. You know. Uh, and then so she made me go show her and I showed her and it was like just a little pink. And she's like, Matthew, you're just wiping your ass too hard. <laughs> you just, you can't wipe so hard. That's not, your blood's not bleeding. You're just wiping it so hard. <laughs> And I remember the, the relief that I felt was uh, one that I'll always cherish. I bet you handled your asshole very gently going forward. Sure did. Um, you, uh, I've done that. I yeah. wiped my ass so hard that it turned raw. Yeah. Raw ass. Raw ass. Yeah. Raw ass. <laughs> <laughs> raw ass. Oh, fuck. Um, I, but yeah, I've had a, I had to get a, a colonoscopy before yeah yeah camera up the booty yeah but were you awake for it no no they they put me Lucky. under for it but i um i was totally far in lube for like a week nice yeah You're like oh that doctor really gave it to me oh <laughs> yeah the uh Farting lube speaking speaking of hershey squirts too like have you ever had to do magnesium citrate no magnesium citrate is like it's like a bottle that you just yeah you drink the whole bottle and it fucking just yeah. clears out your entire system. Yeah. Dumb and dumber style. Like within an hour, Ooh. within an hour, you have to be nearby a toilet. So within <laughs> an hour, you are just, no, there's no stopping it. They were like, listen, we're going up your butt, but we don't want to see anything up there. Get the shit out of yeah. here now. And, but there, and like, there's poop up there. We're sending you home. And they're like, and they're seriously like, fucking within this amount of time, you can't eat anything. And with this amount of time, you can't eat anything with like color. Damn. Like no food coloring at all. You, it has to be clear. Only clear foods. Mm-hmm. Man. Sorry, Jello. No additives for you. But they did recommend eating Jello, actually. But just not with any additives. Yeah. So just clear Jello. Just like clear Jello. Like if you want to eat something, you can eat clear Jello or ice cubes. <laughs> you ever yeah. think about how if you if you swallow a whole piece of ice, you don't poop out a whole piece of ice. Because they melt. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> Whoa, bo- dude. The human body is fascinating. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a miracle is what it is. And people say there's no creator. <laughs> That's intelligent design right there. Right there, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. Rarity took Manhattan, bro. Yeah, dude. She sure Rarity did. Rarity fucking took it. Or did Manhattan take her? Oh, she took it for a ride, baby. I really liked this episode. I did. I was not enjoying it at first, but the farther it went on, I enjoyed it more. Yeah, it got way better. Um, write something down here. This is really fun. I should have done this before. Na 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 na. Do 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 do. Okay. Um, I liked. Uh, it, I like that everyone was going with her. That was kind of nice. Right off the bat, when it was, it's Rarity Takes Manhattan, I thought it was going to be like a rarity, Rarity-centric episode. Well, it was. I thought it was going to just be like a Rarity on vacation or something. One of those. Without any of the ponies. Yeah. Everyone's, this is what I'm like when I'm away from my friends. Exactly. Uh, I will say at the beginning of this episode, when she's like going hard on the generosity, there was a part of me that was like, yo, Rarity's not this generous. She's a... Uh, 
she's, she's trying to selfish. get some. She's being selfish with this generosity. Yeah. You know, and then sure enough, she fucking was. It makes it, well, I don't know if she was, but like by. Well, it was, it was like an accident because at first it was like, oh boy, we're going and we're all, I've got you all these tickets. And we're all going to have a grand old time. And then everything just started going wrong. Like she just started having trouble. She yeah. started forgetting shit and freaking out, getting super flustered. And so I think it fell into a situation because like when I just got super serious on you, uh, when they got to the, to the, uh, we're going to help you out. Uh-huh. It was a genuine, like, no, no, I don't want you to help me out. You're like, we're, you're here to have fun. I'll yeah. do this. But then like they talked to, they talked to her and letting them help. And that's yeah. when she became, started running the sweatshop. Well, and once she was, it was like, uh, the way she reacted to the way she snapped back. Oh, I get you all this free shit and you're going to yeah. fucking bowl it. It totally makes me like, Oh, okay. I'm sure it's more of a representation of the fine line between generosity for self-interest and generosity for kindness sake. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in that moment, cause you kind of have to question like, Oh, so she's just being fucking nice because she wants to be able to fucking hold something above people. You know what I mean? Like, Obviously, ultimately, it ends up being it's not that. It's just kind of in the moment fucking being harsh. I think a really cool thing they do to kind of show that is how she's fucking tipping everybody with gems throughout the entire episode. Tipping the bellboy was interesting because like that's that's right there on the fine line, too, because people that are good know like it's a kindness to tip well Mm. on a belt to like a bellboy or something like that. But it's in your self-interest to tip very well. The streak guy, like when I, I, we've learned that, um, if you tip really well the first time, especially if you're staying in a hotel or something like that, the mm-hmm. guy on the street, the bell, bell hops or whatever, if you slide that guy like 50 bucks rather than whatever, right off the bat, that dude, like it's in your self interest. Dude, I, I saw it happen. Uh, when, when my dad and I went to Boston and New Hampshire that last time, yeah, I'd heard about this, but I never have that kind of money. My dad's like, he's been reading the fucking, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Goomba's Guide to Life. The Super Mario story? Yeah, by Steve Sherpa. No, this book. He got it for me. He was so proud. He's been going into the Soprano, uh, Steve Sherpa uh, from Sopranos. Didn't he just die? Oh, I hope not. I haven't heard that. Uh, somebody from, one of the one of the dudes from uh, from Soprano, I think Pauly died. What? You don't know about this? Hold on, hold on. Yeah, That's one of the one of the cast members of the Sopranos just just passed. No, 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 no. I just sent I just sent Matt into a wicked panic. He is very Matt. For those who don't know, Matt fucking loves the Sopranos. Yeah, Paulie Walnut. Tony Sirica. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's sad. Yeah. Damn. Did you know he's the, uh, he's been in a bunch of the mob stuff, but he's like the one of them that actually had spent time with the mob. Really? Yeah. He had like time. He used to tell stories about like associating with the mob and all this shit, the shit that he's seen. Mm. Anyways, well, that was, that's a really heartbreaking. Pesci spent time with the mob too, didn't he? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. To prep for Home Alone? No, he spent time with... Didn't Joe Pesci spend time with he, the mob during... Uh, when he was driving for the Four Seasons? Yeah. Yeah, I think he had a little bit of interactions, yeah. Um, like, I don't think... He, yeah, he wasn't like in it, in it, but... Yeah. Well, to bring that all back around, Tony Sharippa and... Uh, fuck, what's his name? The guy that plays Chris Moltisanti 
on Sopranos. They have their Talking Sopranos podcast, which yeah. has like become one of the top podcasts over the last couple of years, right? And um, <clears throat> so they promote like Steve Shripa has this Goomba's Guide to Life, and it's all about his time working in Vegas and with entertainers and all these things. And one of the things he said is like, it's obvious everyone knows it if you know, but you don't tip really well. And that person's going to take care of you. Like the problem is you got to continue to tip, but you can tip an average natural tip. But if you give a guy some money right off the bat, they're more invested in serving you. And it's not because, oh, they think they might get a good tip or whatever. It's like this guy, sh it's like a, a unwritten rule of like showing like, hey, like I like you and we want someone to kind of, you know, I, I would choose you over attention. It's like saying like, hey, I choose you for all of my future tips. Yeah. Right. And so it's like mm -hmm. an unwritten thing. They may not, they may say, fuck it. And I don't like you, whatever. But um, I saw it in action because my dad had just read all these books about like, oh, the old Goombas, the old Italianos used to do it. And we got to a hotel in Boston and the guy um, right off the bat, like taking the car, this dude's outside. He was actually, it's a nice hotel. So it wasn't a bellhop. The guy was like older, like maybe my dad's age. Okay. And he slipped him like 50 bucks off the bat. And the dude was like, every time we came down in the morning, he remembered our names. He's like <clears throat> asking when we drop off, hey, what time are you getting up? You plan on leaving tomorrow? We'll have your car brought around, like all that stuff. And uh, it's true. But all that to say, I think there's a self-interest in that because you're like, when you're tipping that hard, it's almost like you're doing it for you more than you're doing it for them. Like the good feeling of tipping? Yeah. Well, over tipping like that. Uh, you know what? I take that back. What actually. kind of stuff did he, did he like give you services? Kind of. He serviced like, you? Yeah. He serviced us at the same time. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, no. It was like, he was just friendly. Like, um, where are you going today? What are you going to do? We're telling him this. And he's like, without any asking, cause you know, we're seeing people walk by and this and that all the time, but without asking, what are you guys doing today? Oh, we're going to go do this or that. And he's like, Oh, you know, it's over there. You got to check out Paul Revere's house because this and that and this and that, you know, and like mm -hmm. if you guys are, baseball fans go do this and you know like just very uh oh then we we're thinking we'll go to a bar it's like all right you're gonna go to a bar over on that side of town you have to go to this place you know he was kind of being a concierge but like not a concierge like a guy that lives here concierge uh does that make sense yeah kind of. concierge is like oh they're gonna give you all the touristy stuff and then a guy that like lives there uh, on the street and like he's just like out paul revere's house isn't touristy no, it is. Okay. Uh, he was doing guiding us to touristy stuff too. But like when it came to like, oh, we're going to go to a bar. Or we're going to go do this. Check out this bar. Yeah. He's Check like, go here. This place is cool. Get food here. Yeah. What was the best food you had in Boston? Ooh. <laughs> this was not from him. This was a tourist spot and it was fucking expensive. Uh, okay. Oh, well, it's a toss up. It's a toss up between two spots. Okay. All right. So the first spot we went to, uh, and it's a genuine toss up. We were in Maine, actually, because we were going driving up the coast and we were in Maine. So I guess it doesn't count in Boston. Does this count? Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Okay. Your, your, your trip to that area. To the area, the Northeast, right? Yeah. So we, uh, we're in Maine and we're driving up the coast and we're like, hey, let's check out and see if there's anything from diners, drive-ins and dives because my dad had a wild hair about that show. And I was like, okay. And we found this off the side of the road in the middle of a small town, nowhere. Can't even remember the name. Diner. We're like, all right. And we go there. And accumulatively, like I got like a lobster pie. My dad got a lobster roll and it, like all this extra food all around it. And it cost us like 30 bucks for the two of us. Right. And it was fucking incredible. This lobster pie was like, oh, so good. I can't even like describe it. The next place that kind of is on par 
we found this place called the Oyster Bar, I think is what it was called. And it was like, we went to this place. It was really fancy. We sit down, get a couple glasses of wine, and uh, we each ordered New England clam chowder and a lobster roll and a glass of wine each. It cost us 200 fucking dollars for the two of us. Holy shit. Yeah. It was incredible. It tasted so good. But like three days before, we had a lobster roll on the side of the road that was just as good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so the so. one on the side of the road that didn't cost a shitload of money is clearly the better one. Yeah, probably. I mean, but it also was like, it's crowded. It's a diner. You know what I mean? Like the, the servers are nice, but not. It's like, it's, you kind of balance that out with service, I guess. Because um, mm. the oyster bar was like really nice and the wine was really good and high, high end and the servers, like there's a reservation wait list and like we couldn't get in for two days when we first found out about it, you know, like. And, so. but like the other one, you're like eating it on the side of the road, huddled yeah. over. Sometimes that shit's way better. Yeah, for sure. And I, when it comes to Mexican food, I always end up going that route. I'll take a fucking badass taqueria on the side of the road over a fucking Mexican restaurant, sit down style. Oh day. yeah. Every day. And that doesn't mean there's not good ass sit down Mexican style. And like fucking taco trucks too. Fucking A, dude. Like, a. We didn't see any taco trucks in Manhattan. No. No. I don't think ponies eat tacos. How could they? They have no fingers. Yeah. Yeah. They just got the hooves. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, we're, we're, that was quite a little tangent. Bringing it back. Um, I love that Broadway is called Bridal Way because yeah. I love the pant puns. Ha ha. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Um, so Rarity's being super fucking generous. Her song is about being all generous and shit. But you notice that at one point early on, she's got Spike carrying all her fucking luggage and shit. And she leans over to him to sing. If some people are grumpy, pay no mind. And then just smiles and leaves. I thought that was fucked up. Spike's like struggling and he looks irritated. And she's like, if people are grumpy, fuck them. And then she just bounces. <laughs> and Spike's just like, uh... He didn't get any fucking gems. And Spike doesn't care because he's always, he always gets gems from Rarity, though. That's, I guess. And he doesn't really care because he's got the hard eyes for Rarity. He does have a hard eye on for Rarity. Um, yo, how about the fact that... Um, he's got a heart on. Heart on. Yeah. Got a heart boner for you. Uh, no, how about... Well, two things during the song about how generous she is. Uh, first of all... There is that grumpy dude that they bumped into that had a grumpy cat cutie mark. He yeah. full on had fucking grumpy cat as his cutie mark. Yeah, that was fantastic. Loved that. Also, apparently, um, Rarity can just fuse wood back together. I believe it. She's crafty. Um, why are there construction ponies that are building things with planks and shit? If they could just have unicorns fucking fuse wood together. Because those are crafting ponies and those are construction ponies. They're two different kinds of ponies. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe it has to, only if it's mended after it's crafted. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Um, do you notice the bellhop, his cutie mark was luggage? No. What a revelation that must have been. I think I'm getting my <laughs> cutie mark, mom. Oh, it's bags. Great. Cool. I guess I really want to be a bag handler okay like maybe i'll work at the airport okay bye mom <laughs> i'm moving to manhattan yeah that's that's where all the luggage yeah. people go yeah <laughs> um 
Oh, man. When they went to the Empire State Building, that reminded me that I ended up watching. I finally got to watch Sleepless in Seattle. The Empire State Building? When did they go to the Empire State Building? During the song. You mean Statue of Liberty? No, they went to the Empire State did Building. They? Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. They went up top, right? Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about that. I watched Sleepless in Seattle. It was nothing oh, you like did? that episode. Oh, bummer. Yeah. This is nothing like My Little Pony. <laughs> yeah, Why was, do they even call it this? I thought the movie, I went online and I wrote a movie like, I watched the Sleepless in whatever, the Sleepless in Ponyville episode of Pony, My Little Pony, <laughs> and then I watched Sleepless in Seattle, and you guys were way off. <laughs> Rob Reiner, you suck. Oh, man. Um, what'd you think about when, when Rarity first agrees to share her fucking cloth with the fucking button bitch honestly during that moment i was sitting there like oh wow that's really nice you never know what kind of effect you can have on some random yeah. person's life without even realizing it yeah and and then like so like it threw, it threw me for a little it loop. did too i was like on on her side i was like oh look at that good good things were turning around but rarity still being generous yeah and this bitch is like oh honestly like this bitch was relying on the cloth Cause her fucking dresses and shit look like ass. Yeah, it looks stupid, but her the cloth looked cool. That's why she's got to steal and cheat. Is yeah. because she's got no talent. Well, how is she gonna sell that shit? That's what I want to know. She took a ream of fabric from Rarity. If she wins, how is she gonna sell it? How's she gonna get more fucking fabric? Oh yeah, because Rarity made the fabric. Yeah, that's why cheaters never prosper. Because they don't figure. Because they can't fucking figure out all of the holes cheaters never find the holes that's right that's right well i mean well they, they, find, they find holes, holes often more than they should be but they don't cover all the holes yes metaphorically speaking they don't cover the metaphorical holes yeah they do cover other holes the holes are definitely getting covered and filled yes that's and, part of cheating and unfilled yeah Cheaters never prosper. Um, yeah. And prospectors never cheat. Are you, that's a thing. That is a I've thing. I've heard that. that prospectors, is prospectors never cheat. Yeah, yeah. If they do, they're labeled claim jumpers. Then they're not prospectors. Is that a real thing? Is that what claim jumpers are? I believe so. Claim jumpers was like steal the claim. Claim jumpers are prospectors that fucking lied and steal. And there's a restaurant called Claim Jumpers. Why would you want to go to Claim Jumpers? Because it's it's this is just hometown buffet, but <laughs> not as good. Not as good. Did you like hometown buffet? I like hometown buffet. I like hometown buffet. Okay, I can't find Claim Jumper definition. I can only find the restaurant. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, person who seizes another claim of land. Yep, I was right. Ha ha. Um, let's see. So we got this bitch fucking being a bitch, uh, and she's got buttons on her ass. So fuck her. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, ooh. She comes home and she's like, "My fucking generosity has ruined me because they stole my idea." And then, and that's why you should never be generous. I think that's the lesson. Because as soon as you're generous, some bitch fucks you over. Yep. And then after this, and as soon as her friends are generous and help her build a new line, she fucks them over. Mm-hmm. Generosity doesn't prosper, and cheaters never. Yeah, as soon as you start cheat. being generous to your friends, they start wanting fucking ridiculous things, extra things like breaks and fucking food, food and breaks and Broadway shows. 
the fuck do they think they are? Dude, that's, I don't need friends. They disappoint me. How'd you feel about the hotel line? The hotel, I thought that was hilarious. I love the bar of soap around her fucking neck. The room key belt. <laughs> yes. And it didn't look like, uh, the dress they finished didn't look like the hotel thing. Yeah. And then they fucking drop with the chick with a lampshade on her head and the fucking keys around her neck and the bar of soap on her, the bar of soap was the best. Yeah. Your the keys were the belt, not the, you're right. Hmm. But, um, oh man. I also like, I did like when she goes, I might win this thing. And then her friends aren't there. It's like, oh yeah, Rarity. Now yeah. you fucked up. Now, now you, you fucked, fucked up. up. You, you have, have fucked, fucked up now. now. <laughs> oh man. I fucking love that. Um, I, I thought it was really funny. One of the times she was like freaking out and she's like, congratulations. <laughs> I thought it was really funny because it's like, congratulations. Yeah. But with pony. I really, I, I really liked when Applejack was like, um, she's like, I was terrible. And Applejack's like, yeah, you were a fucking bitch whore. You fucking rotten. You were nasty and fuck you. <laughs> you were a right cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and Applejack I just like, I love the... I know you're like, honesty is your thing, but damn. Yeah, that was fucking great. <laughs> yeah, that was, fun. That was um, fun. Do you think Rarity is rich? Gems. She, she gets a lot of gems. I mean, look at her and house, it, And man. she got the fucking, the tickets to the Broadway, the bridal yeah, way. Her parents musical. obviously aren't rich. So like she must make a little bit of a living selling high end dresses. I mean, she's doing well enough that she gets to go to compete in like a Manhattan fucking show yeah you know so like and a show that only had like eight people in it so you know considering that everything we saw of manhattan was different fucking clothing well, shops what was <laughs> with nobody being in the theater for the show for what show for the, the fashion show no for the bridal way show oh that was the rarity got a private showing oh i missed that bit. yeah they were like yeah. how'd you get him to do a private showing i was i was thinking too i wrote that down how the fuck did she get a private show because she's rich well ne- well she goes she says I'll make all of your costumes next year, which I, I took that to mean like, oh, cause she's going to offer to make them all for free. You know, mm-hmm. actually, this goes to your point about her being rich because I thought, oh, she's going to make them for free. But then that other bitch that turns on Suri comes and she's like, oh, I just want to let you know you won. And she's like, oh, you need a job, huh? How do you feel about working, making this for the Broadway show or whatever? And she's like, yes. Yeah. So that means she must be be well enough off from her designs. Yeah. Because it's not, they didn't do a private show because she offered to make them for free. She did a private show because she offered to design their costumes, period. She offered to let them pay her to design their costumes. Cause how how else is she going to pay this other chick to help her? So I think, I think you're right. I think she's a successful designer or at least moderately successful designer. And, And that would explain her boutique that she lives in it. You know, like, she was did the designs for Celestia when they came to Ponyville. And initially I thought that was just like, oh, there's a chick in this bum fucking Hicksville that knows how to make dresses. We hire her. So apparently it's a little bit more than that. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you imagine being so like good at something that people are like, I want to pay you to work for me? That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be sick. That's employment, I guess, is what I just <laughs> described. <laughs> What if we had a whole economy or a society based off people just being good at something and then paying people to do the thing they're good at for them? Uh, boy, that Surrey was a bitch. Uh, yeah. 
See, cheaters never prosper. That's the thing. She fucking, I can't believe she tried to lie and tell Rarity that she lost the competition. What a fucking stupid way to try and win. That's dumb. This bitch is, Rarity didn't remember her, obviously, right? Yeah. So either this bitch is playing a trick. Do you think Rarity didn't remember her or like, do you think she was playing a trick? That could go to Rarity being famous. Or not famous, but like moderately known. Yeah. You know, like it could go to her like, oh, that's Rarity. I've heard about her. I bet I can fuck around with her. Hey, Rarity, it's me. Remember from that thing that it's like big enough that you probably go to every year and you meet a million people. And Mm -hmm. yeah, we met real quick and blah, blah, blah. That's totally could have been it, dude. She's just trying to fuck her over. Damn, this is quite a revelation that Rarity's fucking killing it. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, not bad. These, these, and we know also Apple, so like Rarity's killing it. Applejack's Apple killing it. Money. Rainbow Dash does, do you think they pay her to do the 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 weather? Probably. She's in charge of it for Ponyville. Yeah, as well as her side hustle as she tries to get into the Wonder Bolts. Yeah. Well, it could be, yeah. It could be her current job while she's trying to do something better. Um, Fluttershy, maybe the, I don't, I don't think, I think Fluttershy's kind of like homeless. But like the creatures built her a cottage in the in the wilderness, you know what I mean? Like they just homesteaded her there. <laughs> that that's not her house. The creatures built that house because yes. she was sleeping under the fucking subway station. I bet you, because like who's paying her to talk to animals and help them with their like mental health problems? You know what I mean? There's not really a market. They're probably paying her in food and and boarding. Yeah, so we'll build you a fucking house. You keep helping us out. We'll make sure you're fed. That's probably what it is. Well, Pinkie Pie probably gets paid to throw parties. It's like if uh, going back to Fluttershy real quick. It's about. It's like if uh, Snow White uh, didn't have a home. Yeah, they would have fucking. Built, they would have built animals. Her one. Would have built her one. I mean, yeah. Fucking. Uh, who else do we got? Uh, tw- just Twilight. Twilight, huh? Yeah, Twilight. I mean, she's a fucking princess now. She and she was. Uh, Celestia's protege, so she probably didn't pay for sh- shit. Yeah, ever. In fact, they when she went to Ponyville, they were like, "You're staying in the library. Here you go, like free room and board." Yeah, yeah, yeah. She probably got like she probably some, got like, some sweet ass per diem. Yeah, I was gonna say she probably like pays for food and shit like that off some card. Okay, so that's Twilight, Rainbow Dash, Pinkie Pie. Pinky. Oh, what about Pinkie Pie? She throws parties, dude. Oh yeah, she's a party coordinator and she works at the bakery. Yeah, so she's like hustling. But I think Rarity and Applejack are probably doing the best. This is like Friends, but with ponies. And they're kind enough to hang out with Fluttershy. This is the show Friends, but with ponies. Let's get a shirt made that says ponies, but it's got the little colored dot in between each letter. Like Friends. Okay. <laughs> ponies, but yeah. 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 Um, it is a lot like that. Who's Ross? Big Mac. They're all going to fuck him. Except for Applejack, because it's his, her brother. Oh, fuck. Oh, shit. <laughs> Pinkie Pie's Phoebe. Applejack is, uh, what's her fucking name? Ross's sister. Monica. Monica. Rarity is fucking. No, Rarity is Monica. Because Monica Monica always has to clean things and hates germs. And Rarity fucking hates dirt and shit. Yeah. Monica's got the OCD and shit. But she also has her catering business. She works really hard for her money. I think Rarity is Jennifer Aniston. Rarity works very hard for her money. Damn, dude, this is falling apart very quickly. Yeah, it's not. It's wrong. We're going to do this this pony shirt, but we're going to put a, put a big old circle with a strike through it. 
so everyone knows we had a great idea, but then we realized it was dumb, but we also made shirts. It's cool, man. We all have some dumb ideas sometimes. How are those regular rooms, room temperature Cheez-Its? They're good. Fuck you. They're Cheez-Its. Fuck you. You don't understand culture. Everyone, do this for me. Refrigerate your Cheez-Its. See if you notice a difference. I don't understand culture. I've never heard of this before. This isn't... That's because I'm an innovator, Mikey. What's called a trendsetter? Mm. Fuck you. All right, mm. where are we? Is there anything else from These this episode? Room temperature cheese it. Oh, oh, fuck you. Oh, way better than cold cheeses. Who? Mm. Yeah, I got all my tough. But is there anything else in this episode that stands out to you? Let me check my notes. Hmm, you're not a deer spike, you're a dragon. Um, fashionista is a super uptight bitch like Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. We had a reality show vibe to it, although we only touched on it quickly. Not we, the show. I shouldn't say Gordon Ramsay's an uptight bitch because then he'll like yell at me if he ever hears that. Fuck you. I'm not uptight. You fucking donkey. <laughs> you just make a pony podcast. <laughs> me, Macy. <laughs> He's a pirate now. <laughs> Um, I'm on a Gordon Ramsay's let me sees dicks in your rarity, but rarity runs a tight sweatshop, yeah, with her friends. Um, Surrey's a piece of shit. Nope, that's yeah, everything. I think we covered it all. Uh, all right, cool. Well, the next episode, uh, is called Pinky Apple Pie. I think I know what this episode is. Pinky Apple I'm not Pie. Comment. Well, clearly somebody's going to fuck Applejack. Applejack's <laughs> going to give Pinky an apple pie? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's like a cream pie, but... <laughs> this is going to be the episode where Applejack and Pinkie Pie fucking hook up one night. Pinkie Pie's, let me give you a cream pie. And Applejack's, let me give you an apple pie. Because <laughs> Pinkie Pie at the party that yeah. pies, yeah. Uh, Pink, yeah, Pinkie Pie loves cream pies. Loves giving cream pies. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? That that just a sexual? Um, yeah, dude, it's gonna be it's gonna be to a sexual romp. No, uh, Pinky Apple Pie. Um, oh, what if it's like Pinky makes Pinky makes a, a cream pie and Applejack makes an apple pie, but then they like they crash cars. Oh, and the pies mix. And she's like, you got cream pie in my apple pie. So like, you got apple pie in my cream pie. And then they that try still it. still sounds sexual. And they're like, ooh, this is really good. Mixed together, all the juices and shit. <laughs> all the sweet, sweet flavors. <laughs> I can feel all the flavors on my tongue. And then they release a, mm. a new kind of pie to the world called Pinky Apple Pies. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And, I think and nobody can decide if it's sexual or not. I think I might have seen this one, so I shouldn't comment. Okay. If it's the spoiler that I know, it may be. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Yeah, fuck off. Um, all right, cool. Well, that'll be fun. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, I guess we can do some... What's going on in the Discord? What is going on in the Discord? Uh, we had a riveting conversation about NyQuil. Yeah, that was fun. We saw some original art. 
Yeah, that was cool. Random Rascal, really cool. Random Rascal put up some new shit. Yeah, and it's like original art, not for our shit, but for the My Little Pony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? It was Random Rascal. It was. Uh, I'm pretty sure, and it was Princess Luna fighting Celestia. Yeah, that's right. It and was it pretty Luna sick. looked like vicious. It was sick. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Um, uh, Barely Bloke posted the ponies as the Avengers, and uh, we all had a light, nice long conversation about Rarity wearing spandex. Yeah, so that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Dude, you know what I've been... Uh, Shut up, phone. Damn it, phone. I'm recording a podcast. You know what? I was I was listening recently to um, some of our songs, like back when we were doing a band before we started podcasting. Mm-hmm. And I started out of curiosity listening to some of our rough cuts of when we first wrote some of the songs. Yeah. And uh, we've always been like this, dude. There's so many where we're like, Super all right, we're going awesome. to play this. And then one of us start talking about like deep throating jerky or like something really dumb. We, yeah. <laughs> I just didn't realize we have so many little captures of us like talking about like something really stupid or inappropriate and then playing this like pretty song that we wrote. Yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. That's been nice. But they keep fucking around with all that stuff, but it's just funny. We started doing it full. We realized that's the part of us that's more entertaining. Talking about dick and shit. (laughs) Shitty dicks, baby. Not the pretty self-introspective songs. Introspection is like cool and all, but like. Introspection is better. Yeah. I like. I enter your spection. I like outward spection. Exterior spection. Expectation. Yeah. Exterior specter. Ex- expectoration. What are we doing, man? <laughs> Let's go back to writing music. <laughs> what are we doing with our lives? What are we doing? Um, but yeah, anyways, all right, well, let's do some plugs. Um, if you like the show, you can follow us uh, on Twitter at tbronies. Um, we are also, you can leave us a rating or review on iTunes if you listen there, or you can share with a friend. We are on all the podcasting places. We do have a special plug. Uh, that we we have this week. Uh, by the time this comes out, it will have already dropped. But Mikey and I just did an interview on another podcast called Pardon My Fandom. Uh, actually, really like this podcast. I listen to like every episode. Uh, if you guys like it, you should go check it out. This guy, Rocky, interviews all kinds of people from all kinds of different fandoms. And even hosts like really ridiculous debates. Like, uh, Did you listen to any of the debates? No. This no. last week, they dropped one on is Will Smith. These two guys debating is Will Smith, one of the top 25 actors of all time. No, that's a, that's a hard, no, that was a hard thing to convince. Like the evidence against was a lot higher than I thought it would be, but it's really fun uh, stuff over there. And and Rocky's really cool because he gives a pretty balanced uh, platform, like very neutral ground for like, he's had furries on there to talk about um, why they're in the furry fandom or, He's had just people obsessed with Disney, the Backstreet Boys, the Were Bachelor. Are you ready to believe that Will Smith was one of the is one of the twenty five greatest actors of all time? Not really, but like you know, a compelling argument's a compelling argument. I was curious to see what the argument might be. I just think it was a little. It's like that other one I listened to of theirs. It was is the Godfather or Star Wars better? And like, I don't. I love the Godfather and Star Wars, and I wanted to hear the argument, but the argument for Star Wars was just weak. And I don't think it's wrong. Like, I think, I think Star Wars might be better, but I don't think it was argued 
very well. It's really easy to tell if Will Smith is one of the 25 greatest actors of all time. You just have to sit there and name 25 actors that are clearly better. That's what it boiled down, down to. Than they, Will Smith. They pulled up some lists of like the top 25 of all time. Oh, interesting. And they were like, who would you swap out? And he was like, well, maybe Clint Eastwood. And the, the other guys were like, what? Even Rocky was like, what? Like, you swap out Clint Eastwood for, for Will Smith? Like, you could almost see the argument, but the guy's like, also, I, I don't, I guess. Okay. I, well, I, think, I, think Clint Eastwood, I think Clint Eastwood and Will Smith are kind of on the same level to me. The difference and like is. like, we hold Clint Eastwood up so much because he was in those fucking Westerns. No, no, that's not dirty. The argument was even better. They, they, they hold, we hold him up. This is a good argument he made, actually, because we hold him up because not just the acting, the, we hold him up as more because of all the directing and writing he's done, mm. you know, cause he's, he's done cool shit since the Westerns Gran Torino. Yeah. But that, that's not acting. That that's what I'm saying. That's why his argument was good. He's like, I might, I'd move Clint Eastwood cause you know, he's it's, if you're going just acting, it's like, okay, that's a fair point, but there's a lot of guys that could be on that list that aren't, you know what I mean? I fucking, I liked Million Dollar Baby. Million Dollar Baby made me cry, like yeah. fucking like sob. In the and that was his theater. argument: the movie versus the Clint Eastwood's character and his acting. You know, and the, the the dude Harvey that argued against Will Smith made a great point. Like Will Smith's kind of the same dude in a lot of his movies. You know, even when he's yeah. like more nuanced, like in in uh, Hitch, or you know, like it's still kind of the same guy. Yeah, you know. So it, 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 it was an interesting argument. Needless to say, go check it out. Um, we'll be on there this week, the Monday before this drops. Um, so go, you can go hear us talk about it. We, we made it very clear that we are not representatives of the Brony fandom. But um, yeah, because apparently he has issues. He was having issues getting people into My Little Pony, actual bronies to come onto the show because everybody's afraid like. They're just going to get made fun of. Yeah, the bronies get a bad rap. And, and that's kind of what we tried to lay that out on our interview. Like, yo, the bronies have been awesome to us. So like, it's not we, everybody, we, don't, we don't feel that way. It's, the, it's not all that shit you read about on all the internet about horny Nazis. You know? We did talk a little bit about that. <laughs> There's some of that shit out there we've learned, but it seems to be in the dark recesses and not up front. It sounds like a similar issue with the furry fandom. They yeah. have like re- getting a good representation. But Rocky does a killer show on that. And he... uh he does nice balanced interviews. I like it. I had fun and uh, make sure you go check it out and, and don't just check us out. Check out that whole show. Yeah. Cause he has a lot of cool interviews on there that are worth your time. Uh, other than that, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Rudolphy. If you'd like to join our discord, hop on with the link at fat Mikey. I don't have any plugs. I was going to plug part in my fandom, but you just, you I just, yanked it from you. you. you just okay. Did do, it. do it fresh. Do it fresh. How are you going to do it? Okay. You want to hear it? Hey, gang, do you like other podcasts? Well, you should check out Pardon My Fandom because we're going to be on that podcast. Wow, that sounds riveting, Mikey. It is so riveting. What's it about? It's about fandoms. And we say, oh, pardon them. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds great. I'll go check it out. Yeah, it's going to be released at a time and a place. Yeah, and check out Fat Tango Presents. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, y'all. Well, thanks for joining us for another week. Like I said, go check out uh, Pardon My Fandom. Like Mikey said, go check out Pardon My Fandom. Yeah. And you can hear us talk on there. Peace. Uh, Until next week. Peace. Late. Out. Pinkie Pie, Apple Pies. This has been a Fat Tango production.
But you've never seen a horse fly. If you could make a donkey fly, one of your body parts detachable, which body part would you make detachable and why? Well, my penis. Okay, that's off the table. Okay, obviously you the said penis. That I know you're going to say your penis. I would have asked the question. Um, my left arm. You wouldn't do one of your testicles? No. Oh. Like, my left it's, arm. It's already detached. Like you mean? How do you? You you'd have to detach your whole sack. Ah. Uh, okay, left arm. 